Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. You know, I listen to Bickley and Murata. Terrific show, by the way. I really enjoy it. Bickley and Murata mornings from 6 to 10. Bickley and Murata. It's the greatest show on earth. Bickley and Murata. Good morning and welcome. Dan Bickley. Sports, man. Sports. Vince Murata. It's a power-packed morning zoo. Are you kidding me? Bickley and Murata. Bickley and Murata. I love this show. This is the greatest show in the history of radio. It's the greatest radio show ever. Bickley and Murata. I hate everything about this show. This is the worst show in the world. Good morning. Happy Monday, Valley sports fans. Happy game day Monday in the Valley. Happy World Cup Monday in America. Wow. The USMNT. It's today. It is today. Yeah. Yeah, It is today. It's weird, though, with the timing that uh, it's going to be in the middle of the day. Well, it's noon. It it gets underway here. It's interesting to me that the uh, World Cup is beginning for Americans and Team USA today on the same day the Cardinals are playing in one of the world's most famous soccer stadiums. Yeah, I didn't kind of ironic, that. That isn't is, it? That is pretty cool. Kind yeah. of weird. Yeah. Kind of weird. So this is going to be a good day. So before we get there, anybody have anything to say? Any? How was the weekend? Oh, good. Twitter's still around? I played a lot of golf this weekend. I oh. had a very good weekend. Yes, I had uh, a very good weekend. You're burying the lead. You got... You got some new equipment to work with, didn't I, you? Oh, I do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and it's the, look, the, the, look the smile on your face. The equipment's working real good these days. <laughs> the new, Nothing wrong with my equipment the new these clubs. days. <laughs> and if so, call Camelback yes, Medical. You got, you got an advertisement. <laughs> end, end of the show. Stay tuned. Right. That's right. That's right. So you shot well? Yo, yeah. I, uh, I played yesterday probably as, as good as I have maybe in forever. So, it, But I just want to leave it there. I don't, I don't want to make this about me. Why but not? Was, but why not? But it was just, yeah, it was, listen, it was the combination of these new clubs and these wonderful golf tips that, that I received from our boy, Eddie. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so listen. Yeah, I get the feeling Eddie knows what he's doing. Eddie knows what he's doing. He made me yeah. look competent he did. in like a in one hour session. Yeah, Eddie's waiting for you to show up for your second lesson, Eddie. Come on, get out of here, man. I gotta get those new clubs, too. <laughs> All right. Let's... This is a great week, though, isn't it? The short week. It's a big red Monday, but then we're following with a big red Tuesday. It's a very busy Thanksgiving week, Thanksgiving coming up. Everything is, cr- like, it's yeah, a short is... work week, but there's not less to do. I'll just say that. This is always well, one fine. of the uh, the my favorite weeks of the entire year. Because of that, because the, the vibe on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. that's about the most underrated day on the calendar, yeah. you know? It's like a jumpstart to New Year's Eve for a lot of people. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of is. Eva, you're right. It's, it becomes one big party till it's, about February 15th. You are correct. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. All right, start the show, Ferret. The Splash. Splash. The stories making waves in the sports world. The Splash. The Splash, brought to you by Presidential Pools, Arizona's number one pool builder. See why at presidentialpools.com. The Arizona Cardinals tangling with the San Francisco 49ers on Monday Night Football south of the border in Mexico City. The weekly injury mystery continues with the Cardinals. 
both quarterback Kyler Murray, receiver DeAndre Hopkins, questionable with hamstring injuries. Peter Schrager reported yesterday on Fox that the Cardinals are leaning toward playing Colt McCoy at quarterback against the Niners. That was backed up by NFL Network's Ian Rappaport this morning. So if you were hoping for the Kyler Murray return, you're probably going to have to wait at least another week. Uh, McCoy is 3-1 and one as the Cardinals starter over the last two seasons. One of those wins came against the 49ers, a 31-17 win in Santa Clara in Week 9 of last year. Offensive tackle DJ Humphreys out. Cornerback Byron Murphy out for tonight's game. San Francisco much healthier heading into this evening's affair, but defensive tackle Eric Armstead will not play. He's out with a foot and ankle injury. Cardinals need this one to stay in the conversation for a playoff spot. Kickoff 6-15. Pre-game coverage starts at 1-30 on Arizona Sports app and 98.7. Yeah, this is sort of, uh, this is this is the last chance cafe for the Arizona Cardinals. You win this and you've got a little you got a flame now going and you lose this and it's done. Especially with the, the bunching of teams above them in the NFC. This is really this is all you can ask for as a football fan. A game of this kind of magnitude. It's, it's gut check time, Vinny. Gut check time for the Cardinals. Let's see if that gut is okay. What uh, a stupid saying that was. <laughs> gut check time. Get that gut some Tums. <laughs> Elsewhere in the NFC West, Rams lose again, this time 27-20 on the road to New Orleans. Uh, at New Orleans, Andy Dalton, 25, uh, 21 of 25 for 260 yards, three touchdowns for the Saints. The Rams already playing without wide receiver Cooper Cup, who underwent ankle sur- surgery last week. Also lost quarterback Matthew Stafford, who had just returned from a concussion, yeah, and left the game with concussion evaluation not again. Not um, good. Bryce Perkins finished that game for the Rams. The Seattle Seahawks, the other team in the division, they had the week off. As uh, Jared pointed out and many others have pointed out, the uh, not only are the Rams suffering the Super Bowl hangover, they might be the worst defending champion we have seen in a long time. I think the 86 Giants got off to a real bad start. There was one other team that got off to a real bad start, but man, the Rams are just a shadow of their former selves. Uh, What a game in L.A. Sunday night football. Patrick Mahomes hit Travis Kelsey on a 17-yard touchdown pass with 31 seconds left to give the Chiefs a 30-27 win over the Chargers. Kansas City comes up with a turnover to ice it. L.A. had taken the lead on a Justin uh, Herbert to Joshua Palmer touchdown pass with a minute 46 left. Mahomes and Kelsey hooked up three times on the night for touchdowns. Kelsey has already tied his career high for touchdown catches with 11. They still have seven games to play. Kansas City all alone in the AFC with an 8-2 and two record. Chargers fall to 5-5. Five and five. Pretty entertaining game last yeah, night. Yeah, it was. Travis Kelsey uh, cementing his place as maybe the greatest tight end in the history of the NFL. I know a couple people said that, and that hyperbolic statement will raise eyebrows. I don't have a problem Neither with do it. I. He's just He is so reliable. He's so consistently great in big games. Yeah. It's... it's does he have a and, par- for, and for him to do the Dion high step into the end zone, it's fabulous. Does he have a party boat cruise, though? Because until then, he's always second in my book. Homer. Uh, Suns were back at home yesterday after their tough loss Friday in Salt Lake City. They bounced back rather nicely, taking down the New York Knicks 116-95. to Cameron Payne led the way with uh, 21 points for the Suns. Devin Booker had 20. Damian Lee, 15 off the bench. In all, six Suns in double figures. They held the Knicks to 40% shooting. Phoenix also had season highs with 60 rebounds and 35 assists. Not bad for a team that didn't shoot the ball very well. Uh, Suns continue their four-game homestand with a visit from the... uh Uh-oh. 
dare we say resurgent Lakers? At least Anthony Davis is. He's playing like a madman. Uh, that's tomorrow night. Yeah. Kyrie Irving uh, returned to the Nets after his suspension scored 14 points, but the bigger story for Brooklyn was the play of Ben Simmons, who started at center, scored a season-high 22 points on 11 of 13 shooting. Brooklyn beat the Memphis Grizzlies, who were playing without John Morant, 127 to uh, 115. So we got these uh, teams, Brooklyn in the East, the Lakers, the Warriors had a nice performance yesterday. Yeah. Clay Thompson, did you yeah. see his performance? Oh, yeah. the Splash Brothers are bad. Ten three-pointers. Uh, yeah, I think this is interesting because uh, uh, the, this Chris Paul injury is obviously a lot more than a sore heel. He went from being day-to-day, game-to-game, to now they don't even know when he's coming back. Yeah, I was watching him work out before the game yesterday. He was out for about 20 minutes shooting, and he looked okay, but I was kind of puzzled by the comments of Monty Williams over the weekend saying, yeah, yeah people don't really know what it is because we're not t- saying what it is. So that's kind of tempting the NBA yeah, injury report, isn't well, it? Well, not only that, I mean, it, it's again, it's it's the, the I, I wonder if this lack of transparency is everywhere in sports because we certainly have a lot of it here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Uh, the 2022 World Cup got underway in Qatar Sunday with the host nation taking on Ecuador in a Group A match, and the Ecuadorians won it 2 to nothing, 2 nil. sorry. Uh, there are three matches today, Senegal taking on the Netherlands in Group A, and all four Group B teams, England versus Iran, and the United States in their first World Cup match in eight years facing Wales. That game gets started at noon from Ahmad bin uh, Ali Stadium in Qatar. Awful blow for the Tennessee Volunteers in college football. Not only did they get trounced 63-38 by South Carolina on Oof. Saturday, they lost uh, quarterback and Heisman Trophy candidate Hendon Hooker to a torn ACL. He'll obviously miss the rest of the season. That is a huge blow. Yeah, it is. Maui Invitational gets underway tonight. The field includes the Arizona Wildcats, who face Cincinnati in their opener at 930. It's 1130 Eastern. The worst. I will say this, and I think I've probably said this before. Wimbledon is number one on my sports bucket list. I don't know if it's number two, but it's definitely in the top five. The Maui Invitational. Yeah. Yeah. How cool. The Maui Gym. (laughs) The Maui Gym, Maui Invitational? Yep. Uh, And now that it's back in Maui... Didn't they have it in, like, Texas? It was like Orlando or <laughs> South something. South Dakota or something? Yeah. I, I think she has something weird. And uh, finally, for our neighbors north of the border, it's a very North American edition of the Splash today. The Toronto Argonauts won the Grey Cup of the Canadian Football League 24-23 over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the 18th Grey Cup in Argos history. Wow. Sorry about that. Wow. <laughs> there you go. There's your splash for Monday, November 21st. Coming up next, the uh, Cardinals with a big one tonight in Mexico City with the whole world watching. We'll get into it straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings live from the Akchin Community Studios here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Monday and Bickley and Murata mornings on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. 
Does not sound good for Kyler Murray to be playing again today. For the second straight week, it appears that Cole McCoy is said to be the starting quarterback to the Arizona Cardinals. And remember, Kyler Murray still dealing with that hamstring injury, was not able to get a full practice this week. Still limited all week, although he did not practice at all. On Wednesday, all signs now point to Cole McCoy, which usually, guys, would be a really bad sign, a backup quarterback in a game that the Arizona Cardinals really do need to win against San Francisco 49ers. But Cole McCoy played really well last week. The guys seemed to play with him. 96.5 passer rating. Obviously, there is a drop-off, but they seem confident in Cole McCoy today. Maybe Kyler Murray back next week. See you in Rappaport from uh, Good Morning Football and NFL Network this morning. On the way in, uh, the promo for the uh, radio station for the Cardinals. You hear Kyler Murray on the field yelling, let's go, let's mm. go. We won't be hearing that tonight, it doesn't sound like. Uh, as you hear the report from Ian Rappaport, second straight week, it looks like Colt McCoy. Um, and I don't know, that 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 is something when we left the airwaves Friday, we were wondering about availability because even Colt McCoy was iffy. He returned to be a full participant in practice on Saturday, so uh-huh. it looks like he'll have the keys to the car once again. Yeah, and this is I like the way Ian Rappaport delivered that because there's a real weird dichotomy to tonight's game, and that would be I think most Cardinal fans want to see Colt McCoy playing in this game, and and I think there's a I think there's a, a percentage of Cardinal fans who think that Kyler Murray still gives the team the best chance to win, but I think a lot of people really want to see what is what is going on, what is holding this team back, head coach, quarterback, what combination of the two, and. and clarity and resolution because without that it's really hard to feel good about the future beyond what we're going to see tonight so the interesting thing really is Kyler Murray not playing in most any other situation would be a gigantic blow to Mm -hmm. the Arizona Cardinals franchise quarterback declared and he hasn't been declared this is all reports but you know how the the flow of information works with the Cardinals the big stuff goes right to the national media and filters down and, and so I think in this case, you can pretty much bank on Colt McCoy being the guy. And and so then you really have to ask yourself, well, okay, whose decision was this and where did this decision come from? Was this a Cardinals, hey, Kyler, listen, just take it easy, man. We Not yet. We're not, we're not rushing you back just yet. And sort of dictating to him what they want to do with this and Kyler going, okay, all right, I'm cool with that. Um, is this Kyler really saying, I don't think I can go? Because if that's the case, I'm a little bothered by that, to be quite honest with you. And, and again, I'm not trying to judge another man's health status, but I, I'm i a little bothered by that. I saw him play the second half of the game he was in, injured in, and now he's going to miss two consecutive games, including the biggest one of the season. And yet all of that stuff gets mitigated by the fact that most people want to see Colt McCoy because just again, how wretched the offense had looked for nine weeks prior. You bring up so many great points right there. Uh, there is that feeling like, hey, let's go with Colt McCoy. The offense looked a little bit better. Now, again, the offense wasn't explosive by any means last week. 298 total yards, which is a far cry from where this offense should be with the weapons that it has, even with Colt McCoy, a quarterback. But it was a responsible performance. You know, the ball was not put in jeopardy. Everything looked to be on time. The operation was smooth. And I think you're right that people, you know, right now with a must-win game, they don't have much of a problem because, as you pointed out, Big, the offense did not look good under no. under Kyler Murray. No, it did not. Um 
Yeah, so last week on Friday, Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach, talked about Kyler Murray and, and what he needs to see from the quarterback before he'll be back at the controls. Um, once again, just that he feels comfortable being full throttle, where if he's got to take off and run, he can go full speed, and he's not thinking about it and not protecting himself. Um, that's no way to play the position, the way he plays it, particularly against this front. Yeah, I mean, going back to the point that you made, too, you know, Ian Rappaport talked about the importance of this game for the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. It's something that we've talked about, something we'll continue to talk about on today's show. If it's close, you know, I, I, I'm like you. I, I don't want to tiptoe into that area like where you're questioning a guy's desire to play or, you know, does everything have to be just perfect for him to play? But these are the moments where you really garner a lot of support in the locker room. You really garner a lot of support among your fan base. Oh. If it's a must-win situation and, yeah. and 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 you're like, ah, I'm close, but I can't go. And and look, look, let's just go down the road a little bit. There's a bye week looming. Not next week because the Chargers are in on Sunday. But there is a bye week looming. I could very easily see the Cardinals saying, you know what, Kyler? Let's sit this one out, too. We'll get that extra week with the bye, and then we'll come back down the stretch. And, and it's and it's and if that's kind of where they're at, I mean, you, you can look at that logically and say, okay, the state of this offensive line, the investment we have in this kid, the fact that he's not 100%, it might, it might really be the shrewdest decision because, the, the, really, the reason why they beat the Rams was Colt McCoy, be, uh, given his intelligence and his familiarity with, with the offense, he was able to get the ball out extremely quick to the point where even if you were a casual football fan, even if you really didn't know what you're looking at half the time when you watch the game, you noticed immediately how much more crisp the offense looked. The stats even back it up. According to Zebra Technology, courtesy of a Bob McManaman story in AZ Central, uh, Colt McCoy's average time on throws against the Rams was 2.13 seconds, the fastest of any quarterback in Week 10, the second fastest of any quarterback all season. All right. Okay, so they came out, and this Cardinal offense that the Rams thought they had in their back pocket suddenly looked different. And suddenly it was bing, 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 death by darts, right? Uh-huh. Death by paper cuts. And a few big plays mixed in. Um, okay, is that really going to work against a 49er defense that is quite literally the best defense in the NFL. It is. And and they're good across the board. They've got some guys in the midst of amazing seasons. It's so And they're ready for it. Well, after last week. Well, listen, the 49ers a, a big a big storyline in this game is going to be quite literally how these two teams prepared and what a contrast it was. We talked about in real time the 49ers practicing in the altitude and the snow in the winter of Colorado Springs, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out if you've been paying attention, there's been a lot of 49ers sniping about it. They are not happy with what their head coach and their team just put them through. We'll they're, they're not. They they think to pretty much. If you, if you read between the lines, they think that that was really a needless hassle for them. They went over and above when yeah. they didn't need to. Yeah, yeah. You made this too difficult on us. You added to our workload instead of instead of helping us prepare. Now maybe that maybe that means they're going to come out chippy and angry, and it's going to work for them. But it's vastly different compared to what the Cardinals were doing, which is pretty much chilling. <laughs> Walkthroughs, days off. Yeah, I mean, he's the, taking care of us. The yeah. results will be fascinating, yeah. won't they? No, it will be. It really will be. So it, it's uh, so and and for a moment, for a moment like this, this big, Colt McCoy wins this game. Kyler Murray not, might not get his job back this year. 
you really think uh, it would get to that point? I okay. You can you can groan all you want, Jared, <laughs> but if he beats the 49ers in Mexico City. You're just going to hand the ball back to Kyler Murray? Yes. Okay. I agree Which with those. I agree that job and not coaching an NFL head team. <laughs> I've never applied for a job at the with the Cardinals. You should go on LinkedIn. What teams did you apply for? I applied for the uh, Colts, and they were. I was neck and neck with Jeff yeah. Saturday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I agree with your premise, though, that if they win this week, I could absolutely see Colt starting next yeah, week. buying more and, time. And them saying, like, we'll get you back after the bye week. Hollywood will be definitely back by then. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we'll go. We'll ride the momentum there. Uh, one more note from Ian Rappaport this morning. Uh, good news expected, maybe, on the wide receiver position. It does seem like uh, Cole McCoy is going to have these services of DeAndre Hopkins dealing with a, a hamstring injury. Kind of popped up in practice this week. I know there's some concern, a little bit of intrigue. Was not able to get a full practice as well. There sounds seems to be some confidence that DeAndre Andre Hopkins will be able to be out there. So that's some yeah, good he news. He's playing. Chuck Harris tweeted that out earlier. Hollywood today. Brown yeah. not uh, expected to go tonight. Right. So uh, we'll get uh, clarification as the day goes on. Big night for the uh, Cardinals in Mexico City. And of course, that'll be the focus of our show on this Monday. Coming up next with some of the other happenings around the conference and the division, the importance grows for the Arizona Cardinals. We'll get into that straight ahead. Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Here we go! Click! Murata Mornings on Arizona Sports. Let's go! Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Go! Let's go! Let's go! Yeah, I think so. And, and again, like as you said, a much-needed win, but uh, under those circumstances with a backup quarterback and a patchwork offensive line, I, I think everybody stepped up and as we said a million different times, next man up mentality, they certainly took that and ran with it. And uh, really, really proud of those guys. Steve Keim, general manager of the Arizona Cardinals, on with Burns and Gambo Friday here on Arizona Sports on whether or not he felt like the Rams win last week salvaged the season. Steve Keim is feeling correct. We felt similarly Monday after that game. The Cardinals should feel that way. But you got to move on. And I'm pretty sure, Bick, I'd be willing to bet. I don't have the data in front of me. I'd be willing to bet there's never been an NFL playoff team that has been unable to string together consecutive wins all season long. That's what the Cardinals need to do now. And if they're able to do that with the importance of this game, with everything that's happening around the conference and the division... But let's say the Cardinals find a way tonight in Mexico City. Right. Tomorrow morning we'll be talking about a 5-6 and six team in yeah. San Francisco at 5-5. Five and five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, listen. It, it, if they win this game, they're right back on the playoff periphery, which is really incredible uh, given everything that we have seen so far this year. Um, it's, it's going to be a real Herculean, Herculean kind of test. They are eight-point underdogs in this game. And the 49ers have got impact players all over the football field on both sides of the ball. But that doesn't mean the Cardinals' defense cannot rise to the moment and keep this game somewhat close. Now, and and if they do that, then then they're going to get the opportunity to sort of, you know, pierce that bubble put forth by Mark Schlereth and others that the Cardinals are a good team. Uh, They've got good talent, but their system and their foundation is such that they are not going to to be able to play rough-and-tumble NFL football in fourth quarters of close games and win these games. 
I don't think the Cardinals win this game in a blowout in any way, shape, or form. So I really do think that this is a this is a moment of truth for a lot of guys, starting with the head coach, starting with the defense, starting with the offense, and, and the fact that the offensive line is once again marginalized going into this game. There's going to be no DJ Humphreys, and we know there's going to be no Rodney Hudson, as there hasn't been for quite some time. And you're going up against a, a 49ers, you know, front that is features Nick Bosa and others and playmakers everywhere and this Tarverius Ward guy is just incredible Fred Warner's incredible they've got this is going to be a real tough task for them and it's if they rise to this moment it will be something to see um I don't know what to expect. I, I really don't know what ex- to expect from this football team because um, they played a couple of good games against good teams, not good enough to win, but good enough to be in them. Yet they're also playing a San Francisco team that I think recognizes the magnitude of this moment for them. Yes. This ab- is an important game for them. Absolutely. They find a way to win tonight, the 49ers. They'll wake up uh, tied for first place at 6-4 and four with the Seahawks going into the Thanksgiving week. Now... If you look at the rest of the the, the conference, the NFC, whew, you want to talk about a crapshoot. And mm-hmm. there are teams whose records look a lot better than others. But what happened yesterday? Philadelphia gets a win, struggled every step of the way against the Colts, coached by a guy who was you know on ESPN set three weeks ago and Jeff Saturday. Mm-hmm. They get a one point win, so they're atop the conference at nine and one. But you know the last two weeks, them getting pushed around by Washington and struggling with Indianapolis has you know planted a seed of doubt in the Eagles uh, in, in that belief. Yep, Dallas is seven and three. They've kind of been up and down at times, but. They just went to Minnesota and beat an eight and uh, you know an eight and one Vikings team oh. by thirty seven points. And the way they beat them, dominating up front, the way they did, suddenly made people go, "Uh oh, uh oh, are they the best team in the NFC?" So you're right about this. This is the Vikings and the Eagles. Even though the Eagles won, I think perceptually they kind of came down a little bit. The Cowboys went up a little bit, and yeah, no, I, I think you're right on the money with that. And it's and I think we're all looking at the Tampa thing with Tom. Brady. Brady because of all these quarterbacks among the teams in the NFC that are good. Who do you really trust to win playoff games? And so, yeah, the 49ers can't be messed around anymore if they really want to be that team. And yet the 49ers are very much like one of those teams because of their quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is better than people give him credit for. He's a real handsome man, if you haven't noticed, Vinny. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Generally, you Jared's say that noticed. just for fettuccine. Generally, that is just something for yeah, or a really good clam watermelon sauce, or a really good hand fruit. Oh, right. man. Right. Delightful. So, so Jimmy Garoppolo has only thrown four interceptions this year. So, uh, to me, the way you get into this game and the way you maybe even win this game, it's it's kind of why I pointed to, to Isaiah Simmons, but I'm also going to point to J.J. Watt and and Zach Allen. And if they can collapse the pocket on Jimmy Garoppolo, if they can force a couple of fumbles, if they can pick him off once, maybe twice, then I think you got a chance to win this game. I, I really do think that the the defense is going to have to kind of be the story of this game. Yep. Go back to last year, that meeting in Santa Clara, Colt McCoy's your quarterback. What the Cardinals did again was something they did with regularity last season, and that is jump out to a lead. They jumped out to a 17-0 lead, uh, 14-0 in the first quarter. They added a field goal before the 49ers got on the board, and they were able to dictate what they were going to do offensively and defensively. Jimmy Garoppolo threw an interception. They had two fumbles. They were, the Cardinals were plus three in, in turnover ratio. 
that's probably the same recipe they need today. Yeah, um, it is. And I, I think, you know, this year with all the conditions and all the injuries, the way to get there is a lot bumpier uh, than, it, than, than it was last year. And I think the 49ers are a better team at this point last year than they were last year, uh, this year than they were last year when these two teams met. I agree met. with that. Uh, I, would, I would say this. I think that clearly how well the 49ers are able to run the football, that would be key number one to me for this football game. But the other key is this. The 49ers have the best defense in the NFL. They've allowed, they're allowing 280 yards per game to their opponents. The Cardinals have to be able to win this game with that kind of number. 280, 300 yards total offense. Nothing overwhelming, but they've got to find a way to win it despite that limitation. That's what they did last week, What right? they did last week. Yeah, and on the offensive side of the ball, too, I found this nugget. Since Christian McCaffrey has joined the 49ers three games now, the Niners are scoring on 50% of their drives, which is, in that span, the third highest rate in the NFL. The Cardinals in that same span, 36.4% of their drives they're scoring on. 33 total possessions, 8 touchdowns, 4 field goals. Their touchdown percentage on those drives is 24.2. So they might have to keep up offensively, yeah. too, because Christian McCaffrey has been what ha- what was advertised for this, this 49ers offense. And you add him to that receiving core that has you know George Kittle as a weapon, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings, Kyle Juszczyk as a weapon that they've used at different times. Now, this is a uh, Herculean is a great term. It's a great way to describe the the the, the task in front of the, the Cardinals is, yeah. tonight, and, and they're doing it in a stadium that seats a hundred thousand people. And if it's true that eighty two percent of Forty Nine er fans, you're dealing with eighty two thousand people screaming at you. Goodness <laughs> yeah. gracious! Think about that. Before we break, also you're talking about the NFC and how wide open it is. Do you know who has the longest win streak in the entire NFC right now? Washington, the Detroit Lions, yeah. three game winning streak for yeah. Dan three Campbell, in a row. Baby. I keep picking against them in Survivor Series, and they keep costing yeah. me. And they're four and six, so they're like right on the cusp. You know, they're on the fringe, also. Yeah, the, but 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 Vinny's guess wasn't bad because the Commanders are kind of sneaky yeah. hot right now. Commanders have won uh, five out of six. Jackie the Jet, Carlin must be stoked about Jackie that. Jackie the right? Jet was couldn't figure out, wasn't able to watch the game. Was cursing, living in Arizona now, said, why don't they ever show any Commanders games? But Aww, he, was, he was happy at their winning. Um, by the way, this stat on the Minnesota Vikings, they are 8-2. and two. Their point differential this year, minus two. Yeah. No, that, yeah, they, they again, that, that game yesterday was a revelation. Yes. Is what that was. Maybe a two-way revelation. Oh. And the Giants also got kind of exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and, and the Giants now, they've got, they've got a, a, a gauntlet now of NFC East opponents in succession. That whole thing could just, the, the, the bottom could fall out of that tub in a hurry for the Giants. They got to play the Cowboys. They've got to play the uh, the Commanders twice, and they got to play the Eagles in their next four games. Yeah, it was a rough day yesterday for football fans in New York. <laughs> we'll just see the way the Jets lost. Oh yeah, back listen, to the old days. Yeah, the Zach Wilson thing. It, they, we might have to get into that because oh, there's some parallels goodness. with Kyler Murray in that story. Oh, and their my. best team have had to play a home game in Detroit. Kyler Murray's never quarterbacked an offense to two yards in a whole half, though. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Do you know a high school student with great character deserving of a ten thousand dollars scholarship? We want to hear about them and how they make an impact on our community. Just text character to six twenty six twenty and nominate them for character accounts share their story text character to 620 620 coming up next uh, colt mccoy the ball is yours apparently we'll get into it next it's bickley and Murata mornings here on this monday on arizona sports the local sports leader 
Big Red Monday and Bickley and Murata mornings on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. I don't want to go into this game if anybody has confusion on what they're supposed to do. If we don't know what to do, and if it's not detailed and dialed in, then we're not going to beat this team. If we know what to do, and if the spacing's right, you do what you, you do your job. We'll beat this team. That's the that's the we'll beat anybody. That's the bottom line. So when we talk about like what can we do, it's just the, it's these little details that are just adding up. What up, wideouts? And it's not one position group. You be in the place you're supposed to be. You get the ball. Like when you're ready to pull the trigger, most of the time somebody's open. Silent one. We're better across the board on all this stuff. Hey, oh, yeah, wait for me, man. Wait for me. I mean, like, little things. Hey. It's the details of it. Now it's from last week's episode of Hard Knocks, episode two. Colt McCoy in the quarterback's room talking about the importance of good preparation, communication, you know, knowledge of tasks ahead of you. Mm-hmm. That was before we knew, really, when, when that was filmed anyway, that Colt McCoy would be the guy. It looks like Colt McCoy is going to be the guy again, coming off a win over the Los Angeles Rams, where, to Colt McCoy's credit, what he talked about there... There was certainly a visible increase in all of that. Uh, it, for, you know, preparation, guys being where they were supposed to be. You mentioned the stat of how quickly the ball came out. Mm-hmm. So Colt McCoy gets the ball again tonight against a much tougher foe in the San Francisco 49ers. But I don't think, like, <laughs> there's some, te- some teams around the league that, you know, their, their backup quarterback or is pressed into duty. You're basically chalking it up to an L. I don't think the Cardinals are in that category, and, and Colt McCoy has proven that. Uh, now, there's work to be done. They're going to have to play a very, very clean, efficient game again to have a chance tonight, in in my opinion. But, um, you know, Colt McCoy talked a big game right there and played a big game. Yeah, clean and efficient. That's a good way of putting it. What, what makes Colt McCoy dangerous to the 49ers, and I believe they know it, is two things. His efficiency and his poise. And those are two things that Kyler Murray doesn't always have with this offense or in big games, and and Colt McCoy exhibited that as much against the 49ers last year in a game that was shocking to the 49ers and their fan base, that the Cardinals could, could come in there with a guy like Colt McCoy and handle them that easily. If you go back and you remember that game, there was it was a series of little things in that game. George Kittle fumbled earlier. Eric Armstead had a big third down sack negated by a face mask penalty. James Conner scored a couple of touchdowns on runs early. The Cardinals got out to a, a, a fairly comfortable lead and then just kind of milked the thing to the finish line. And that's that's the game plan mm-hmm. for tonight, folks. And if, if, if they do have a chance of pulling this off because of that, because of, of Colt McCoy's efficiency and his poise, and then you throw in what Wolf likes to call Crazy Carl. Mm-hmm. You throw in the weird stuff. Crazy Carl! Oh, I didn't think I'd see him. <laughs> so, it, it, so if that element comes out tonight early and then the Cardinals get to the lead, the whole game changes. And so that's what's fascinating about the Colt McCoy thing to me because, because his last four victories... Two of them have been against the Seahawks, one when he was with the Giants, one came against the Rams, one came against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Teams in this division are no surprise to him, and you can, he- you can hear, even in that, that hard knocks cut, he's just he's got a ton of confidence in his ability 
to play winning football in this offense. Yeah. Uh, what's going on right now is fascinating from a performance evaluation standpoint is because we had seen you know, Kyler Murray for, what, nine games, and we saw what we saw. It mm-hmm. was not all that inspiring. Then you see Colt McCoy come in, and clean and efficient certainly came to the forefront. The Cardinals were able to win that game. So it's impossible for fans not to look at this, some fans, and and compare what the Cardinals offense looks like with Kyler Murray as opposed to what it looks like with Colt McCoy. Some might suggest that Colt McCoy coming in and doing what he did in his one game uh, that he started this year shows maybe Kyler Murray's regressing. That was a subject that came up with Burns and Gambo, uh, their visit with Steve Keim on Friday here on Arizona Sports, and Keim shoots down that uh, notion of Kyler Murray regressing. regressing. I don't think so. I think, again, I think it goes back to different opportunities, and uh, I think Coach has done a good job, and I think there were opportunities early in the season. You know, I think no Kyler missed a portion of uh, preseason training camp, which was difficult for him. But, um, you know, again, I think last week Colt did as, as good as a job as he could. I mean, think about how long it's been since he's played in a real football game, and for him to operate at such a high level says a lot about his football acumen. Yeah, I agree with that, but going back and pointing this back toward, toward Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. The Cardinals are very buttoned up with information. They don't give much. They don't give anything that they don't need to give in terms of condition of players. So, you know, how close is Kyler Murray to playing? Are they being ultra cautious? Now, Cliff Kingsbury says we want him to be close to 100% because if he needs to really turn it loose, you know, while running the football or avoiding the the, the rush, uh, you know, we want him to have that ability. Mm-hmm. Now, but, you know, the way we saw the offense operate last week, I mean, evading pressure and big big running plays, that was not part of the mix. Kyler Murray can't, can't operate that way? Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the implication, Vinny, that the efficiency Colt McCoy is something beyond Kyler Murray's grasp right now, mm-hmm. which is a little bit frightening. And that, that to me, is, is why everyone is t- tiptoeing around this whole subject. And and that is because if Colt McCoy is actually the better quarterback for this offense, then what does it mean about this offense? Well, it means you've got to change it then. And it and then that means you've got to change the head coach. And so there's a lot of things that unravel when you go down that that when you go down that thread. But that is what is in the air here. And uh, look, we mentioned Zach Wilson briefly. So Zach Wilson threw this game out on the field yesterday. That was just an abomination. And after the game, he was asked by reporters, "Hey, do you feel like you let the defense down?" He just went, "No." And there's all these stories about how the Jets locker room is done with him, how they think he's entitled, how they're not vibing with him. And I said to myself, where have I heard that before? And so and so when Jarrett in his Pollyanna way claims that, oh, they're just going to give the job back to Kyler Murray. Look, if Colt McCoy wins and beats this team, what do you think that locker room is going to want? What do you think they're going to demand? It's a great question. And again, the schedule has something to do with it as well. One more game before the bye. A win tonight would give a little bit of flexibility, a little bit of leniency, a lot of leniency for for Kyler Murray to quote-unquote 100% recover. And, and then on top of it, so then you've got the Kyler Murray and just how injured is he? And and if he if he has, and it, it just it's surprising to me because it, my instinct tells me this narrative, narrative is being driven out of caution and just sort of like a quiet benching of Kyler Murray. Like the Cardinals know, hey, 
we got this guy who can run this offense, and he just delivered a big victory, and he's 3-1 and one in his last four games under Cliff Kingsbury, and now we've got this huge moment on this huge stage, and the last time Kyler Murray had a stage this big, he threw up all over himself. So we got this guy we know is going to operate in a very poised, efficient manner. Let's roll with this. Okay, so how do we get to that point? How do we get to that point without creating some firestorm in our locker room, especially yeah. when HBO is around? Yeah. Well, you do it by telling Kyler, listen, dude, we love you. The offensive line is just torn apart right now. This is too much of a risk for you. So, we, so we're going to sit you down, and you get 100%, and this offensive line will get 100%, and we'll get back to you right about the bye week. Okay, 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 cool. The thing to me is, if somebody said that to Josh Allen in Buffalo, he would say, oh, oh, heck no. Yeah. I'm playing. Colt McC- uh, Peyton Manning back in the day, remember Brock Osweiler putting on his helmet to go in the game? He looks up and there's Peyton Manning running on the field. He's like, oh, come on. And then that shot of Brock taking his helmet off with that look of <laughs> just, yeah. what's going on? So I, I just, I think all of this is in the air as well, because we all saw Kyler Murray in the second half of that game against Seattle. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't bad. And that's and so now you're missing two weeks. And again, I think uh, it might just be self-preservation because if they don't think Kyler Murray can get the ball out quick, they might think he's going to get destroyed. Yeah, that's got to be first and foremost with this offense in the passing game operation today. Get it out quick. Mm-hmm. Shoot for that. What was it? Two point one two seconds. Yeah, one three. Two point one three. Sorry, that was, fast, one, idiot! Two? Come on, <laughs> come on, come on! Get your numbers That's right, Vinny. Two point one two. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, right. what is this? Twenty one gigawatts. Coming up next, Suns get a home win over the Ooh. New York Knicks. We'll look at it straight ahead. Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.